0: Coming up on the show, a rainy day in Brooklyn leads me and my friends to the Bait and Tackle Bar in Red Hook.
1: It's a lot of tequila.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of tequila. Thank you for this. Cool.
0: As you'll learn, it was a lot of tequila.
3: Oh, wow.
0: While the sun set, we sat around the recorder at a big wooden table talking about gender,
3: queer identity, and sex.
1: I drink way too much. That I never talk hold. about sex.
3: Yes, I am a woman. I should know how to work this. You don't. No, you don't. It totally you feel totally vulnerable. Feel the same. Go
0: pour yourself a drink and stay with us.
2: It's like listening to a porno.
1: My heart is beating. Feel like a clock.
3: My heart is beating.
1: I just moved to New York, and so we're, we're giving her a nice Brooklyn tour. We're doing Red Hook. We did Sunset Park. And we're thinking of going to have Thai food in Queens next time. We might do Dumbo, Vinegar Hill. Also, this is boring. This is not related to anything <laughs> you want to. <laughs> this is not about dating. <laughs> um,
0: something that's unique about you moving to New York is you.
3: Unique New York. Yeah, unique New York. yeah, unique New York. Say it five times. Unique New York.
0: <laughs> the inspiration for this recorded conversation came from a few places. The first was one night when I was driving Jay home. She was new to the city, and at the party we were at, neither of us knew a lot of people. We sat by the crackers, making small talk, checking our phones. She had just started dating someone. We talked a bit about OKCupid. OK It wasn't until the car ride home that she opened up. Shortly before moving to New York, she'd gone through a bad breakup with a guy and had fallen for a temporary roommate and longtime friend, a girl. It was the first girl she'd ever been with. She described the experience like losing her virginity all over again. I almost drove off the road. The idea of having another chance to discover your sexuality in a whole new way in your 20s Have everything be constantly embarrassing and blush-inducing all over again? It just sounds incredibly hot. Later on, as Jay's story spread, my friends and I decided to call a council of queer elders. We thought of the idea at my birthday party, and I wanted desperately to be involved. A few weeks later, we spent a long Saturday exploring Brooklyn together, and when the drinking began, I surprised everyone with my recorder. Like it or not, the council was now in session. I think I think your story is really unique because you changed your approach to dating in your 20s in a really dramatic way. Maybe it's dramatic the wrong way. Not word. That dramatic. Wait, I have to first start
1: this out by saying that Andrea was talking. Andrea's very, Andrea is very heterosexual, and you, the listeners probably know that. Um, and so Andrea had—we had decided we were gonna get a council of elders together to talk to Jay about some of her things. And well, I feel like I guess we're staging a huge reveal that's
2: totally obvious <laughs> no, to am. all of the
3: listeners at this <laughs> point.
2: Or such a letdown because we're like, she changed her approach to dating. Now she dates like teeny tiny little babies that have been like raised and like. <laughs> their whole lives
0: uh, I mean I'm, I'm like I'm very hetero and I like can't change it about me but like no here's what I was saying though I'm vicariously in love with your story like I love the idea of that like first new experience does that
2: have anything to do with New York I mean like what does it have to do with New York
3: I mean, my she first experience was in not it? in New York it was in Pittsburgh
2: and also people their sexualities will be where they are you know it's not a city that brings out your sexuality I don't think
3: I just I just like that you're out to us and it's just, you have other friends think, you can't talk to about that. I think that it is just a lot of newness at once and that's kind of a unique space to explore something new about yourself when you're also new to a place. So it is something that's new.
0: It's not it, I think it is it is new about you. Like it is a drastic change on some levels.
3: right. Yeah, it's definitely something that I wasn't it's not like a lurking thing that I was always aware of and I'm now, you know, B- bubbling to the surface out loud. It's a thing that kind of presented itself to me and I was, like, mystified by.
1: <laughs> I really want to hear more about that. First, what I want to say is Jay has, obviously, what's going on here is that she <laughs> recently started dating ladies. And Andrea said that we we had decided we were going to get, like, a council of queer girls together to, like, give Jay some yeah. advice. Um,
3: and... Do <laughs> the council also, is two of i us. didn't know that that was today of us was I didn't either
0: that I a little bit of I I bit of a little bit of a little bit to a little the of a little bit of a little
1: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little gonna Andrea was like, of a little bit of she's gonna of a little bit of like, really important questions, like well, you said
3: oh, that, you that said this was game like, changing productive. for me. You said something like, really no, reduc- no, no, I know what yeah. you said. You said, no. did you have to go out and buy new shoes? You did. I like you it said to be about vaginas or
1: something. No, she said, did you like? Did you have to go out and buy new shoes? And we we're like, do you think all dykes <laughs> wear the same butch like? You, do you think that we all wear like Carharts and Timberlands?
0: I thought that you would have to. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I am wearing. <laughs> I guess I think like, okay, so I dated I dated like a hardcore guy for a while who like lived in a loft. And for a while, every time I would go shopping, I'd be like, maybe I need to wear more leather. Like maybe leather should be part of my wardrobe. Cha- well,
3: here's the question. Have you changed your wardrobe since you started dating this person? I feel like I've changed my wardrobe since I moved to New York. I don't think dating this person has anything to do with that. looking a little hipper. Or- I'm just wearing all black, which is what I wanted to wear anyway. Are you dressing less <laughs> f- over the top femininely? I never did. Okay. I'm wearing less jewelry. That's the mm-hmm. thing I've noticed. Your earrings are very small. I have very small earrings. Yeah, on. You sure do. and <laughs> I have a lot of very large earrings, which I never wear. <laughs> You've never seen them.
0: <laughs> so, my question wasn't that insane. Like, I think about dating as something you have to dress for. And like,
2: well, that's yeah. true. Like, when okay, this person that I'm dating now, when we first started dating, she's like very butch, and I was like, I always have this thing when I start dating someone who's butch. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna like become. I'm like be, be super femme here, and so like for our first like twelve dates, I wore dresses, and then I ran <laughs> out of dresses, and I was like, I got no more dresses. I can't do more dresses. And then one day, I was like at her house, I was wearing like a flannel shirt, and she was like. Oh my God, you just look so hot in that flannel. And I was like, seriously, I've been wearing dresses for um, two months. Like, I hate dresses.
0: I'm sick of this. It was really funny. So now I wear a lot of flannel. The thing you said to me when I asked that question was you were like, no, like, Jay doesn't need to dress differently. It's like, it's like you don't need to present, like, your new preference in your appearance. Disagree.
2: Disagree. Really? Yeah,
0: totally. You're, you, you're, your preference
2: of how to dress already re- already expresses something, and for like us, it doesn't no, necessarily. No, I totally express something. know this. No, I know that
1: you know I'm this. I'm very not trying to lecture I know you are. But what I'm saying are. is that Mandellin. she doesn't have to change how like, you if yeah, she started wearing like what's she gonna wear that's gonna present like show everyone that she's like a.
3: You're doing pretty good. I could, I could shave my neutral. head.
2: You're looking pretty neutral. Like if you were wearing like like a like a, I
1: don't know, you wear all sorts of shit I that you'd could be wear like...
2: I a ruffly thing. You could wear a ruffly thing. No, you, you <laughs>
1: still, you're very... You're like... I wouldn't see you and think you were queer. Really? I mean, I sort of got a vibe from you, but...
2: I wouldn't think you weren't queer, though. Yeah. There's nothing about me that tells me that
1: you're not. <laughs> yeah. So but you, wait, so but when you, you guys are out and
0: about, are you looking for these indicators in women? Like, yes.
1: But you have very different types than I do, I
2: think. But I'm looking for indicators because I'm interested in this, like conceptually. Like I'm like interested in like what it means to present as femme. It's like an it's like an intellectual sort of thing I do, is like think about like what are the like what does it mean to be femme and to look femme and what are the markers and also like what does it mean for somebody to have what does it mean for well I've I've been having this question a lot this conversation a lot because. There's so much of a connotation that queer equals masculine, and so like anything that you do that is more masculine makes you look more queer. And uh, my friend said the other day, which I thought was really good, she's like, it makes it seem like the word queer is never meant for us. And she's like a femme. and it's like the weird, the word
1: queer is meant for like people of all gender
2: persuasions, not just people who edge masculine. So I see it's like as a
1: bit more gender performativity though, like, yeah. like fems often like, it's like very more feminized, fam, yeah. yeah. Hi fems, hi fems. Um, but I, I don't think that. Jay looks any more queer than Andrea. Yeah she
2: does. What what tell me what?
1: Tell me how.
0: Sweater, this <laughs> thing, her hair, some <laughs> anthropology. Her skirt, her nylons,
1: her 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 boots, her, definitely her jacket, everything. Really? Oh. Yes! So I thought Andrea might be a little queer with her. Really? Yeah. I thought Andrea might be a little queer when I first met her. That's just because she's so sexual. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is. It's experimentation,
3: yeah, me too. And and you are, but not in this area. Yeah. But like, but
0: I also feel (laughs) this is, I don't want to get. I also felt like a connection with you when I first met you. I felt like like we're gonna be friends in a way that like I don't normally feel when I meet people. So I feel like we already had like a, oh that's you. I've heard your name a ton and that's who you are and I'm really impressed that you're not you don't suck. I'm like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was
0: gonna suck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know, I like, I... <laughs> I'm really curious about this. She thought I was going to suck. I just... You were involved in a lot of things that I was also kind of involved in, and we'd never met, and I just had Did made... Did you feel, it, feel a rivalry? Yeah, I felt, like, competitive. Yeah. Mm, really? And then I met you, and I was like, no, I like the way that you are, like, aggressively awesome. And, like, <laughs> <I> yeah, <laughs> and I felt like... <laughs> awesome. I... Oh,
1: that's sad. I never felt any competition with you, but I really like you.
0: I really like you too. <laughs> really cute. So I feel like we had a connection, and that's like confusing sometimes it's when true. you feel that connection with a person.
1: Yeah, that's totally true. Because when I feel like a strong connection with somebody,
0: I think that it's a queer connection or like something like that. So could you guys try to define butch and femme to me? Oh my it's my favorite topic. Yes.
2: <laughs> butch femme. Okay, this is how I describe butch femme. Back in the day, butch femme was the only way to do it. It was like that was the social structure. Okay, there's ma- there's masculine and there's feminine and there's butch and there's femme. So lesbians are one or the other. And lots of lesbians were like, no, I don't really, I don't really jive with either of those. And it's like too bad. got to pick one. And so it's like really traumatic for a lot of people. And so then the the identity gets like modified. And like you know, there's like queer theory and there's like feminism and it's different. But some people are like, actually we. We're into that. Like that is how we identify and that that speaks to who we're attracted to and that also is like sexy hot for us. Mm -hmm. And so I would be one of those people. I love Butch Femme. I think it's super awesome. And I don't think it's regressive at all. I think it's super great. So Butch Femme is just like a very specific queer female relationship dynamic where one partner is like more feminine and one partner is more masculine
1: what do you say when when straight people are like well isn't that just you like like why are you even gay like isn't that I've just you copy i never heard a person say that to me I grew up in the most liberal town in the world I've never heard anyone even say anything close to that I'm to me I'm always worried that the thought is like um is that like everybody needs like a man and a woman in a relationship right, right, and that right, we're right. just trying to like mop, like mimic that which I don't feel at all but I know that people like look from the outside at my relationship and well, feel yeah, But
2: any, any femme lesbian could if they wanted to be with a man they could just be with a man so it's, I don't really understand like what the not you but just like.
1: No it's not about like oh why aren't you just with a man that's not what he meant but more just like. Oh well, like, there needs to be a male presence in the
2: relationship yeah.
1: And how do you But
3: it could be shared. Right?
1: Like yeah. I mean the
2: <laughs> relationship I'm talking about double dildos here.
3: Exactly. Yes, that's where I'm going.
0: We're there. <laughs> so soon, we're there.
3: <laughs> no, like the it. relationship that I'm in, it's interesting because there's nothing assumed. Like even down, like I was telling you the other day about like big spoon, little spoon.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Jay's a big can, spoon. I'm Big spoon. Oh, <laughs> you're big spoon. <laughs> yeah, and that's weird because I'm that's little. Wait, so nothing.
1: But you feel like you're dating a butch person, don't you?
3: No, I mean, I'm dating someone with short hair, so they appear more butch than me. Definitely, I think that when we're out, um, that said the they, yes, I said they. Um, that's, a, that's another complicated <laughs> that's another issue. Yeah. Pronoun, that's pronoun great. madness. Okay, but here's what's not
1: as great about it. Yeah, it's challenging, but what? It's challenging also because when Jay wants to... We've talked a little bit about this, but... Jay rhymes with they. <laughs> <laughs> when Jay wants to tell her mother yeah, that she is dating a woman, it's gonna, like... It gets really complicated when you have to be like, I'm dating somebody who's genderless, considering that Jay's mother doesn't even like really understand that bisexuality is a
3: thing that can happen. Bisexuality terrifies my mother, and more so than being gay or What is your mother's political persuasion? She's extremely liberal. I, there are other people in my family who have come out Um, And she's very supportive and very loving. And she's kind of actually the person in the family who reaches out. Um, But when it comes to me, I don't think that will be this the case. But the gender and the gender pronoun thing adds a whole other level. It's confusing.
2: Well, it's just like uh, my parents will talk about their lesbian daughter and I'll be like, "You're talking about me? Like who the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like I'm not your lesbian daughter." And I'll be like, "Do I date other like long-haired women?" Like, "No." I don't know, it's just really but Lesbians aren't just long-haired no, women. No, I know. I know. But I just think that like they have this idea about what it means to have like a lesbian daughter. And like what you're doing is not it. And what I'm doing is not it. You know what I mean? What you're doing is kind of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I know, because I'm like, I have two cats, and I'm living, like, a very domestic... I you have pots with boobs on them. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I have a lot of boob art. Oh, great. And I have That's short funny. hair. Yeah. My parents are super into it, too. Yeah.
2: Like, real carried away. Yeah. But my parents will, like, refer to, like, women who they think I should date that I'm just like...
3: What? I'm like, no, I like, like them. Like she's another lesbian. She's also she's also a lesbian. How <laughs> cute that your parents were yeah, like, here's no, a girl totally, you should totally, totally no, date.
2: Totally cool. My parents are cool. They're cool. So wait,
0: how would you like them to describe what you're doing?
2: Um I don't know that they need to refer to me as such. They could call me queer if they wanted to, that'd be fine. Wouldn't that be weird with their friends and stuff? No, cause then their friends could get a little education moment, they could all educate each other. What do you like about the term queer? Um, well I tried to identify as lesbian for a while, like last year. I was really trying, I was like, lesbian is such a bad crap, you know? Like people like speak, oh like, oh they're lesbians. They're not queer, they're lesbians. Like it's like so talk downy. you know what I mean?
1: Like boring. Yeah,
2: like boring and mainstream and whatever. And so I was like, I kind of wanted to like, reclaim it a bit and be like, no, it's cool to be a lesbian, it's all right. But I just don't identify with the word, unfortunately. It's a really funny <laughs> word. It's a- Fucking funny word. I mean, I think it's kind of funny. The other night, okay, I'm gonna get a little bit drunk, I'm gonna say this funny thing. But the other. <laughs> Is this gonna go on the radio? Definitely. I love it. Keep going. Okay, the other night, I was. <laughs> this person who I'm dating was like playing with my hair, and I was like playing with her boobs. And- <laughs> Most lesbianic thing I've like
1: ever <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it's true that les, like lesbianic, definitely has negative. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like very like soft, sweet,
2: soft, soft focus. Yes, yeah, like tender, <laughs> tender, <laughs> tender touches. You know, really? yeah. and queer, and
0: for you, queer means something that's more,
2: a little more transgressive. Ambiguous. Yeah, ambiguous, more ambiguous. Like I'm attracted to like men. And I'm attracted to butch women. Yeah. I'm not
3: attracted to what you know. What kinds of men are you attracted to? Because for me, I'm attracted to feminine men and masculine women. Yes. I've had this situation, I've had the situation where I see a person in the distance and I'm attracted to them. And then they get closer and it's a man and I'm I'm like, oh, bummer. Not attracted to that man. But I would have been attracted to that woman. Mm-hmm. See, I think teenage boys, and I think that they're women, and I'm like, uh. And then I'm like, it's
2: like a 16-year-old boy. Stop you, perv.
1: Yeah, totally. That <laughs> happens to my girlfriend all the time. She's like, look at that cute butch over there. <laughs> like nope. some kid who hasn't yet gotten a beard. He's a sophomore. <laughs> in high school.
3: So were you talking to some men who are, like, queer
1: or just sort of
2: a little bit more feminine? or? I mean,
3: m- m- the last guy I dated, I'm potentially as queer. I don't know, though. I mean, he hasn't really had experiences that he's told me about in the past, but... I think that he could be open to it. Um, he's definitely a very he's a very pretty boy. Like he has—he had long hair. Um, long eyelashes. Long, but that's actually a masculine trait. Long eyelashes. Yeah, yeah, they do have long eyelashes. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. He's probably the prettiest person I've ever dated. Yeah.
1: We're all attracted to such different things, actually, because yeah. you're attracted to feminine men and butch women. I'm attracted to feminine women and masculine men. Ooh. Oh, Mostly yeah. just women, but about like 10% of me is like really into like very mannish dudes. Well, it's
3: much clearer cut of an interaction. It's like, this yeah. is what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very so cool. easy. So challenging, Jesus oh God, fucking it
1: Christ! It's very, so complicated. Very it's they all so want, di- they all want
2: totally different things. And they want one thing, and then like five minutes later, that's just not the thing anymore. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no
3: explaining it with words. It's just no, how it is. No, and no. it's not like this is not good anymore. It's just like it's the, 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 the energy the has shifted, times, this but, but maybe not I right now. Yeah. Or maybe not ten minutes from now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But there's also so much more fun stuff you can do with girls. Yeah.
3: That's true.
0: That's true. Yeah.
2: Wait, who are you attracted to? She likes. Wait, wait. But who are you attracted to? I'm attracted to masculinity in all of its incarnations. Interesting. So I'm attracted to like men who are large, like football players type people, like just like a fucking man, and then like a like a butch woman but like big I do never I've never been attracted to a skinny person in my life body mass is important to me
3: <laughs> so you are definitely little spoon for all of time no
2: i did big, I am big spoon I am big spoon too it's tail. really fun to big
3: spoon bigger people yeah it's really funny
2: it makes them feel so cared for I used to like the first time I ever slept in a bed with my ex 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 girlfriend two exes ago, and um, I big spooned her, and she told me that that was when that was the time that she thought that maybe this could really be like a real thing because she felt like I was like caring for her in a way that nobody else had cared for her before, and I was like, oh, love that, I love that, love so that. I know, I was like, I'll spoon you, you
0: big tall beast. <laughs> <laughs> I love Big Spooning people who are bigger than me. Yeah. I just, like, it's a really comfortable sleep, and I just feel like they never get that attention. Yeah.
3: Um, they
1: really appreciate it. They
3: really do appreciate it, yeah. Because yeah. they want to be but cared also, for, too. isn't it fun for you to be Big Spoon? Also? Yeah. yeah. So I who like, are
0: you attracted to? I'm manly dudes, yeah. Like, masculine. But, like, I, I like, I'm, I'm, like... I usually like it if they're like a little dominant in our interaction, yeah. um, and that's kind of a defining thing sexually for me. <laughs> do you like to be dominated sexually? Yes, I do. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> me too. Well, well, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Me as well. Me yeah. three.
3: Really? Do you? You like to um, dominate? Yeah? You
1: guys, this is a lot of inf- a lot of information.
3: <laughs> I'm just With glad me. I'm not the only one. It's fun. There's nothing
2: better than like dominating a butch woman who doesn't know that she wants to be dominated. Oh, God.
1: It's Femme's favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it just makes you feel so powerful. <laughs> okay, because also... <laughs> because, <laughs> because... there's this thing, like, the Stone Butch, yeah. who is a butch that doesn't want to be touched at all. And that's, like, a big thing. It's less and less a thing, but it was, like, a very big thing in, like, the 50s and 60s. Stone Butch Blues was, like, the classic book. Oh, like, Amazing book. Yeah. <laughs> um I love that book. I cried I so hard. So, such um, oh my god. It's really I'm intense. Sure. Yeah. But
3: Is that on the list? you sent me? a yeah. lesbian yeah. reading oh, list. it's so good. <laughs> That's the best one i read. <laughs> I'm trying to be a mentor. Look at this mentoring that's happening. <laughs> Jenna's
0: my spirit guide. <laughs> Wait, should we, can we do a quick list out loud for my listeners who are curious?
1: I love Stone Butch Blues. I think it's really, I think like me as a butch person who never could really like explain it to myself, even though it, was, it started when I was like one and a half years old or six months old probably. Yeah, it, like, really explained, like, kind of masculine identities in women. And then you don't like... Did you say you don't like um, female masculinity? Oh, I love female masculinity. Oh, yeah. It's okay. one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. yeah. really... These are, like, very, like, kind of, like, queer books. I think it's important to, like, understand gender when you're a queer person more than, like, understanding sexuality, actually.
2: Yeah. Because you're going to be dealing with, like, a lot of people who operate in the world with gender presentations that aren't like the norm and so like you gotta like I don't know you just have to be like you just can't approach it you have to be like asensitive educated and also like compassionate you know what I mean like you actually really need to there's a set of like things you need to like understand like to date someone who presents fairly masculinely in the world like it means something different like how you like
1: that's hard sometimes and like how do you like support that Back to this thing about stone butches that, and this goes off of what you were saying, there are a lot of butch women who, who, like, think that they don't want to be touched because they've had, like, kind of body issues and gender issues for a lot of their lives. And then when they find, like, a woman who is, like, actually just, like, really into women and really, like, loves their body and, like, wants to do lots of amazing things with it... It's, like, the most amazing thing in the world. And this also is, like... really
2: emotional, I think, right?
1: Yeah. Really emotional. But this is something that happened to, like, almost all butches I know. It's, like, you think maybe that you just, like, want to be, like, the totally dominant one and, like, do everything. And then you find somebody who, like, really yeah. loves to do you. And it's, like, this amazing, like, amazing thing. And yeah. and for them, too, I yeah, think. Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah. But I think that they're, like... I think that does sort of, like, rupture a sense of, like, identity. Like, oh, God. Like, that... That it's like...
1: It's very vulnerable. It feels
2: very vulnerable. Yeah. Definitely. Are we still talking about books?
1: I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What
2: other books? Michelle T. And Alexia. Like it it's very like 1990s. Very 90s. Very 90s. Really cool. San Francisco, queer girl on the loose style. But it's just like sesca- sexcapades around San Francisco. And it's just awesome. And it's really funny because they use finger condoms. What? Oh, no, San Francisco is is so into that? safe sex. Wait, wait. So what? weird. <laughs> like, there'll like, they'll be, like, two girls in, like, a bathroom at a bar. They'll be like, oh, I just really want to fuck you. And I'll be like, yeah, but do you have protection? And you're reading it and you're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, I don't have any finger condoms. And they're like, oh, shit.
1: Let's just do it anyway. That was a really big thing in San Francisco in the 90s was, like, latex glove sex and, yeah. like, super, like, super, like, um, safe sex which I don't think I've ever had sex. Never. (laughs) Never. Never.
2: That
3: sounds insane. Oh, it's such a a nightmare. I I mean, well, it it is because it's totally different. Like, sex with a man and sex with a woman is 100% a different thing. And it feels like an entirely new space. That you, I mean, it, and it has nothing to do with the fact that, yes, I am a woman, I should know how to work this. You don't. No, you don't. It totally, you feel totally vulnerable. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: first one that I had sex with, I was like, A, drunk off my ass, B, it was after a Tegan and Sarah concert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the first time I shaved my head was after an Ani DeFranco concert. There well, we you go. <laughs> <That's>
3: beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you are, what
1: are you gonna do? I don't know. What's like the
2: contemporary teen and Terror? But this woman who I had sex with after the teen and Sarah concert, she was like she was so I was just like I've never had I was Wasted, it. and I was like, I never had sex in the morning She are me off first. Come to my house, you know. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I had no idea what I was doing, so I just like asked yeah. her one million questions <laughs> as we were having sex. <laughs> no. Like, no, but she was into it, and she was so cool about it. It was the best. It was the what best. What were you asking? I was like, is this what you want me to do? Like, is this what you like? Like, what about this? Like, well, how about that? And I'd be like, oh my god, like, can I touch you? Then I like grab your boobs, and she'd be like, yeah, and I'd be like, well, can I like put my like, blah, blah. like I was just like, I mean, it sounds gross. I'm sorry, but so like, did you like it? Fucking yes. I loved it. And, but I also loved it because I was just like, I'm insecure and I'm just going to talk about it the whole time. Like, I'm just going like, <laughs> to like verbalize my anxiety about this. Totally. All, and it like made it like amazing because I was like, great. I don't have to pretend anything. Nothing. It was the best. If people are going to have sex with somebody who's never had sex with a woman before, just sure. let them talk just them talk, through it.
3: talk them fucking through it. Totally. I totally, that was not my experience. (laughs) You
1: were like silent and freaked
2: out.
3: I was silent and freaked out, but no, my, I'm still silent and freaked out. But my, (laughs) my first experience was not like sex right away. It was a girl that I, so I had broken up with a boyfriend, moved in with my friend who was a girl who I had been attracted to for a while, but this was very unspoken. And she was in a relationship with a girl across the country. And it, um, so we were living together. Living together right away. And I was living... T- but were you already dating? No. you were just roommates? No, I, so I moved in with her because I had broken up with my boyfriend. Oh my and so this was like Ooh, sexy. a month long period before I was moving to New York. I had a month in Pittsburgh before I was moving to New York. And I moved in with this girl and she Were you was attracted to her from the start
0: like from the moment you met her
3: yes <laughs> and this is this is what kind of sparked the whole
0: in a way that you hadn't been attracted to women before did ever. she stand out
3: ever what was it about her what she, she look like? like uh i don't know i mean it, it was a combination of like what she looked like and how she acted i mean she's total tomboy um mm-hmm but tomboy tomboy is a term is that not a no, term no no that's no, a, that's a term. term that's a term that's, that's a term. term yeah yeah because she was feminine but like mm. definitely I don't know she backwards
0: baseball
3: cap yeah <laughs> okay. yes she You're did <laughs> she totally did <laughs> and like wore a, she wore <laughs> a <laughs> necklace but it was like <laughs> super long and had a small charm at the end you oh, know like yeah, um great. but yeah it was instantly attracted to her while I was still dating my boyfriend and so the idea of moving in with her was definitely a loaded one. I think we both knew that. When, <laughs> when she- you knew
1: it was only gonna be a month. I
3: knew it was only gonna be a month. That
1: makes it
3: safer. Yeah, I think so. I don't know, yeah, I think, I think yes. But so I was living with her and this other girl, and there was this one night where there were a bunch of people over we had this barbecue and we were on the porch just hanging out drinking beers talking and everyone just assumed we were dating Hello. and they were like are you guys in love
1: people said that
3: yes the, i think they were really drunk but i also and, and I, hate I hate yet? those people no and I hate those people for being so presumptuous, but I love them because they, they start a the thing. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so <laughs> we like. Picture
0: it. Oh my god.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh god. When
2: backyard, you, right, is when your
3: backyard? It's a back porch. It's a back porch. There's this neighborhood in Pittsburgh called the South Side Slopes, and it essentially overlooks the entire downtown. So it's like a back porch with a view. Mm. And does she look at you kind of like a little too long? definitely I mean it was definitely an all-knowing look but then I of course had to answer the question are you in love they like (laughs) are you guys dating are you guys in love I was like in front of her asking that oh my god yeah it was a whole group of people on the porch I came out in the most public way <laughs> wait and what did oh, you, you say yes? you said yes no I didn't say that I loved her obviously
1: because that's <laughs> that <laughs> like would be oh, a <laughs> crazy way to start a <laughs> <like> relationship
3: <flattering>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no I I honestly like I was also drunk and I forget exactly the words that I used but it was very ambiguous my answer what which you, what do you think you said I don't even know it was yeah. something drunk it was something drunk it was definitely something drunk but oh i wish i could remember i wish i could tell you but it definitely left the window open and that was all that needed to happen was the window like me for me to not say oh my god no she's my best friend that was all that needed to happen i don't know it's really complicated i like her a lot overweights. um this is so cute so sexy. It
2: was. It really was. Take us all the way through to, wait, for so the th- next few hours.
1: Yeah. So was that? <laughs> so that was a. B- d- was that your first kiss that night? Yep. No,
3: no, no. Tell us what happened. Okay. And I instigated. Okay. <gasps> Break it down. Stop. We <laughs> <laughs> leave the party. Then what got it. What was? Okay. Wait. What was the question? Okay. Everybody leaves the party. Then what? Oh well. People don't leave the party. People don't leave oh. the party. No. Um, But think.
0: <laughs>
3: um. Okay. So uh, people are hanging out really late and it's, I mean, it's very obvious at this point. Like, it's not subtle. You're touching each other? Well, I mean, the interest is not subtle. Like, we're both very, very clear on the fact that we each want this to happen. Okay. Um, and so we go inside, everybody's still on the porch. And people are kind of, we're on the couch, we're sitting on the couch, and we're, like, very close on the couch, and then we start holding hands, and then people are, like, gradually, like, trickling through the living room, leaving this party, like, unsure about what's exactly going on. And because we're holding sitting hands. <laughs> in the living room holding hands. And I mean, we're not like silently sitting We're <laughs> like, <laughs> like not looking at each other, not saying anything. Your hands up in
1: the
2: air.
3: <laughs> right, like, right, yeah. There's more communication happening other than the hand holding. <laughs> you
0: guys are watching a movie that doesn't exist.
3: <laughs> right, we're like staring at the wall and gradually leaning in. <laughs> no, we're that's so not what I'm done that. that. We're like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pretending that you're watching something, then you're not...
3: Really? No. Well, everybody's done that. <laughs> no. okay. Yeah, for sure, yeah. everybody. That's, like, what watching a movie is, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But, no, but, so my bedroom, my teeny tiny closet bedroom at the time was off of the living room, so it was right there, and so we went in there and just started making out. <gasps> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and that I- was, like... Was that your first girl makeout? Oh, yes,
3: okay. and it was so good.
0: <laughs> I love this
1: story
3: so much. I so she,
1: so she knew it. what she was doing.
3: Yeah, but I think she was more freaked out in the situation than I was because we had been friends for a long time, and she, I later found out, had been interested in me for a long time, but had kind of written me off as a thing that was never going to happen. Mm. Wow. And been there. And yeah, and so I uh, instigated the situation. Yeah, well, I had to almost because she was in this in this space where she thought. I mean, I had just gotten out of this awful, awful breakup, and for her to instigate it, you know what I mean. Well yeah and what if that's not what I wanted? That would have been so terribly oh, yeah. awkward and I'm living there for a month and that <laughs> yeah. would have been really bad. <laughs> but I instigated and then so we had a month of like super intense relationship stuff living together and then I left and I came to New York.
0: Do you still talk about You fast forwarded too far. Yeah, wait. What was oh. the month like? Also like the virginity losing moment. Was
1: it that night?
3: No. But no, it, was oh, just it wasn't that night. No. Oh. But she was yeah yeah but she was like very aware of my like I think she was almost too accommodating like she didn't want to make me uncomfortable so she didn't instigate and I really needed a person to instigate at that point like I instigated the initial physical stuff but she didn't take it further. I mean she did eventually <laughs> but not that night It took a little while. I think because we were good friends, and she just didn't want to mess it up. And she didn't want to. She wanted to make sure it wasn't like a drunken weird thing that was happening.
1: It's also so. It's also so scary being on the other end of that, being the person, being like the person who's, like, having sex with somebody who's having sex with a woman for the first time. Because you're just like, what if they hate it? Or like, which they never do. But. (laughs) We're but it's like, I've like never <laughs> done that I want to do that so. here's what I want you to know not about sex a lot of okay. people get really pissed when you go back and forth when you like date guys and date girls and date guys like queers feel really abandoned this
3: is true
2: but also okay. like as a queer person true. like that's one reason like I would totally I sometimes I have nightmares and I'm gonna like fall in love with a man and then I'm gonna be like my whole world is gonna be disgraced <laughs>
3: <laughs> what terrifies me more about like coming coming out, I guess or just like telling, being honest with people who know me from my past is that like, it's like a whiplash sort of situation where like I can't say this is 100% going to be how it is. And especially with my family, it feels like ultimately there's an end game, right? If you're in the middle of the spectrum and you're dating people, Ultimately, there's going to be a gender you end up with. and
1: That's if you believe that marriage lasts forever, which it never does. But also, that's if you believe, even if you no. want to be in a marriage that lasts forever, that's it doesn't mean that you're just, like, then totally straight if you're with a guy. Think about Lindsay Lohan, okay? Lindsay Lohan dated Sam
2: Ronson, and no one's, like, Lindsay Lohan is a lesbian. Everyone's just, like, Lindsay Lohan is public. This is my family. No, I understand not say that. I'm, I'm, I'm totally not trying to minimize what you're going through, and I totally, I get it. But I'm just saying that, like, there is a space for being, like, I'm dating this person. You don't have to come out and be like, I am a gay woman. You can just be like, I'm dating this person, and their name is Kit, and I'm really into them, and, and they'll be like, are you a lesbian? And you would be like, I don't know, we just, like, love them so much. Or like... <laughs>
3: I just really like that um, a lot.
1: <laughs> but you don't have to identify either way,
3: and I
2: want
1: you to know that I am never gonna be upset. Like I, I don't get upset about this stuff. My friends go back and forth. The thing that's ups- that is, I think you can be totally a queer person in a relationship with a man, because once you've been queer, you are queer, and you, and then th- there are ways. Like I have one friend who just totally abandoned all queerness when and got with like got with a guy and like left her entire community, wouldn't watch movies where she knew there were boobs because she knew she would miss girls too much, like, blocked it out of her life completely. It was really fucked up and that really pissed me off, but When you're, like, you can still be, like, a kind of, like, queer-identified person,
3: and a lot... Yeah, and I get that, and that's, like, I completely understand that as me and as my social circle, but when it comes to explaining myself to my family, it's much more complicated. Like, I can't say that because they won't understand. But
1: can't you say, like, I'm doing this thing right now, this isn't my identity, it's something that I'm doing because I'm attracted... It
3: is my identity. Is it? It's a complicated identity. And it is. Yeah. Well, I mean it's not 100% of my identity, but it's a piece of it. It's irresponsible to make it not your identity, right?
0: Because in terms of like... You guys don't think about bi-visibility?
1: I hate that. I, bisexual. is a horrible term because first of all, I think if you're que- if you're queer, you think of well, gender as issue. a spectrum, is an and there aren't two there aren't two sexes.
2: No, when people are talking about when people talk about queerdom, you're like, yeah, you sleep with women and trans guys. That's what you're talking about. You're not talking about sleeping with cis guys and women. Like there is no like in queer land, there is very little space for heterosexual men
1: as sexual people that you get with. But I don't know. I think of queerness as more of like, like queerness is about experimentation. It's not about being a lesbian. It's about like, to, like I'm going to fuck this person and then I'm going to fuck this person with an entirely different gender and then this person with a dick and then like this person who's like really like high femme. Like it's just, it's about like being just like open to trying all these different things and to sort of like identifying as more of like a, sexual deviant in a way.
3: Well, how do you, Okay, how do you identify as a sexual deviant to your family? Like,
2: mother? Is, thing about parents? So, is it like you... Okay, here's the thing about parents.
1: Yes, you downplay it.
2: I think that, like, your parents don't need to know the full truth totally. about anything. They do not need to, like, understand your deep sexual identity. Like, in any
1: way, shape, or form. You don't need to even tell them that you like feminine men and masculine women.
2: No, I'm not tempted
1: to. No. You, like, but you just... You make it as simple and digestible for them as possible at first. also,
2: can't you, like, why don't you just wait until you want to introduce them to Kit? Well, Well, no, and
3: that's kind of how I've left it with myself. It's like, when I'm dating a person who I want to introduce to my parents, that's when I will.
1: The person that you're with has to be really, like, chill about this stuff. Because this is a new thing for you, and it will be a very new thing for your mother. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I have a question about the I'm past. About it. <laughs> when you when you first started dating a girl, you said that like you had never really thought about that before, but when you like look back now, can you do you remember times when you were like into girls but you weren't like really calling it that?
3: <laughs> I can't remember anyone specific, but I have definitely like this has come out of my mouth that i've said it's natural that people are attracted to girls like i think girls are pretty all the time it doesn't mean i'm gonna act on it i've said those words <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> i have said those
1: That's words like a lesbian's nightmare when people <laughs> say that
3: i have said those words and it's like a precursor to me acting on it yeah <laughs>
1: Huh. huh? And since you were first with that girl, have you found that you're, like,
3: attracted to a lot of girls? Or just, like... Or not really? I don't think I'm necessarily attracted to a lot of girls. But I'm only paying attention to females at this point. <laughs> because I'm so curious about it. I, I still very much feel like I'm attracted to men sexually. But... I feel like were I to start dating a guy right now, I would be very curious about the uh, like what would have happened if I would have chosen to not date right away and to experiment and to know what it means that I'm physically attracted to females too. Like I feel like that's a thing about myself that I want to explore. So, so at this point, I'm only really attracted to females, but I don't think that means that I'm only attracted to females like I definitely am still attracted to men
1: yeah that's fine no it's really fine see I also no I was gonna say I also think that part of the reason that queers get really pissed when you go back and forth is I think sometimes it's like when they like I know so many butch girls who like are comparing themselves to men and being like oh now you're dating a dude like that must mean that like you don't like like i don't have what you want and whatever blah, blah blah but when once you're like i'm at a point where i'm confident enough that i like i'm like if you're going to date dudes that's fine and i feel like a lot of that is like is just like being like a little bit of self-hate when people totally. when
0: a lot of self-hate yeah oh, like
1: hate. when totally. queers get really pissed about that
0: is this What's a real fear that you have which is that you'll be perceived as a poser in the culture totally absolutely culture. because
3: Well, all cultures, because I'm because it's so belated, and yeah, I feel Uh, like nobody takes me
2: seriously. Fuck that! I want to just say fuck you to every single person who said that about you, because that is like everything the queer like culture has ever fought for, or gay and lesbian culture has ever fought for, is like people need to like like self actualize themselves, and so to be like oh you can't self actualize when you're 26, like
1: what the fuck and so many people I'm, do I'm, I know I'm, so I'm, many people are going back and forth all the time through like their my parents friends all the time like literally like they're like 70 and they're still like women and then men and then women and then men and it's just like this is fucking life right it's not about, a face. dude, Marlene
3: Dietrich they had Yeah, it, it wasn't a thing where I felt like I was repressed all through my teenage years, and then all of a sudden I've become angry enough where I'm public about it. It's just, it presented itself, and I was like, oh, oh.
0: And now we turn the recorder off. There are some filthy conversations with your friends that don't belong on the radio. Like when they all turned and pointed at me, saying... There's still Andrea. (laughs) There's
2: still Andrea. (laughs) The last frontier. I know, Andrea,
1: you have to try it out if you're going to have a dating show. It will probably happen. Oh, yeah.
0: I blushed. been listening to yoy radio i'm andrea salenzi i had help this week from aaron and hopkins minnesota thank you to my friends for putting up with this and for all the feedback special thanks to greg harrison of gregcircanow.com he designed our logo it is incredible if you have more questions for the council of elders or questions about really anything i'm going to be doing a listener mail session with hollywood so send over your notes to Lindsay at gmail.com. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, and online, wfmu.org.